All right, guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q, and today's show is brought to you in part by Redcon One. That's right, Redcon1.com. Check them out. Great supplement company. I've told you guys, I've been telling you guys for months. Please go check them out. Use the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to. And uh, use the promo code T20Cornemus. You get 20% off. Check them out. Great place. And speaking of uh, podcast apps, whatever app you are listening to this on, guys, if you could please subscribe and then share this with your friends. Let's keep the D-Time train rolling. Uh, so, here we go. Topics for today. As you guys are well aware, the Supreme Court listens to vaccine mandate arguments on Friday. We'll go over that. And then jobs that you can be wrong at and still get paid. And then we're going to go over jo uh, Joe Biden's jobs numbers for December. And then I had a question. I was thinking about this. Why don't we vote for the VP anymore? Why is that a, an appointed position, so to speak? And then I've got some weird news for the day. Something that I, I saw, and uh, I think it's pretty weird. And I think uh, it's something to... Uh, to uh, go over because I think you guys are going to get a kick out of it. All right. First story, Supreme Court listens to arguments about the vaccine mandates and OSHA mandates. Okay, so I don't know if you guys, how much you paid attention to this and if you uh, watched or listened to this on C-SPAN, <laughs> oddly enough, when I was uh, getting the show ready on Friday is when they were doing this. And uh, accidentally typed in the wrong channel, <laughs> which happened to be C-SPAN, oddly enough. And this, it's while they were going through all this. And so just listen, I don't, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Obviously, it was only just a short while. Um, oddly enough, it was during a good part of the questioning. And the one part <laughs> is where Justice Sotomayor, or as we call her, Sodomizer, falsely claimed that Omicron is as deadly as the Delta. Right, and over a hundred thousand children are hospitalized with COVID, some of which are on uh, ventilators, and they're in serious condition. Well, the truth of the matter is that m that number is severely less. I mean, it's probably in the single digits for that matter, and uh, it, it just. <laughs> I'm not really going to read this article because this article is primarily about her saying that, and I and we all know that we all know that there's a few of these justices on both sides that, especially the the more liberal justices, they are strictly one sided. They the bad thing about this is there is no um, in between with with the right or sorry with the left side of these justices. People can say whatever about Kavanaugh and uh, Amy Conan Barrett and Gorsuch and these and you know Roberts, and I know it kind of pisses some of us off when we hear that they voted one way when we expected them to vote another way. But I guess you gotta assume they're at least going through the balance. But these other ones, Sotomayor and Alito and these guys, they just go boom, automatic. To the point where she spouts, these are like CNN or, or uh, MSNBC or Twitter numbers. These aren't even like, I mean, because I think even CNN fact-checked her ass. And then um, Alito comes out and says, over 750 million cases yesterday alone. Which, 
isn't a Twitter, CNN, or MSNBC number. That is, he obviously read the number wrong. Um, but, you know, 750 million cases yesterday, you know, this was on Friday, so on Thursday, which means that everyone in America got COVID at least twice <laughs> that day. Uh, obviously, he meant to say like 750,000. But nonetheless, these people are, you know, supposed to be some of the most intellectual legal minds of our time. And you can't read numbers. You can't get your facts. You would think this this case has been coming for a couple of weeks. This isn't like they just popped it up yesterday. You would think they would do a little bit of research. Their their clerk their um, clerks would be doing some research for them, giving giving them data, accurate data from wherever CDC, who or you know whatever. Not just spouting talking points and rhetoric that they're, they're picking up from Whoopi Goldberg on the View or some shit like that. Um, how is this going to go? I don't know. Uh, the 10th, which is Monday tomorrow is supposed to be the D day for this stuff to, to roll out. I would assume that if we don't get a judgment tomorrow, they'll at least pop in and give a, uh, you know, maybe stay of, uh, of decision, you know, they'll stay the, the, uh, the mandate until, you know, till whenever, till they get a, uh, a ruling. Um, <clears throat> but if you listen to some of the, the questions asked from some of the different justices, you can pretty much tell, I would say, obviously, Sodomizer, Alito, uh, are they're going, they're voting for it, I would almost guarantee. I would say, if I had to guess, based on the questions that I heard asked by these justices, I would say Thomas, uh, Gorsuch, and... Comey, uh, Amy Coning Barrett or whatever her middle name is there, but her, she, I would say the three of them go against it. Um, I didn't really hear anything from Chief, Chief Justice um, Roberts and um, Kavanaugh and whoever the other one is. Uh, from what I'm seeing, it looks like the if if of the two situations you have, one is the OSHA. For, you know, all employees, all employers, essentially. That's looking like it won't get through. But the one with the uh, the mandates for health workers, especially health workers that their hospitals or whatever depend on Medicaid, Medicare payments from the government, though they're saying those might pass. But um, <clears throat> hopefully, I mean, you, you obviously will still have the option to use a, a religious exemption um, I guess that remains to be seen. Uh, a friend of ours was telling us today at the gym, his daughter works for Dick's Sporting Goods, which, you know, I don't go to Dick's anymore ever since the situation with the stupid ass CEO or president or whatever she is. She's, she's, uh, Karen in the worst way, but she, uh, you know, they start pulling guns and ammo out of there. So it's a fucking sporting goods store. So, but, um, his daughter works at, um, dicks and said that she had to go get the jab i mean she's young i don't know exactly how old she is i'm i'm guessing she's in her late teens early 20s and she had to go get the jab and i'm like we were like why they they mandated it dude this is florida you, <laughs> fucking DeSanta said that and you know that shit ain't gonna fly why did she go through with it so it leads me to believe that maybe she just said that but wanted to do it anyway um i would think as a as a as a younger person, 
and you're just working a part-time job and they mandated it, maybe you go find another job. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Like I said, anyone that wants to get this thing, or you're more than welcome to do so, please just talk to your doctor, someone you can trust, not your pharmacist or your the local pharmacist at your local grocery store. Let's, uh, you know, get an actual medical opinion, maybe have them do some blood work and do all the <laughs> do some fundamentals. Make sure you're a, a, an actual candidate for it before you just go randomly sticking this needle in your arm because your employer says to. So anyway, one interesting thing that popped up too, I posted this on the Facebook page, was um, there was a picture Friday night that was uh, that went viral. Uh, in Washington, D.C., you had good old Justice Sodomizer out to dinner. She went out to dinner Friday night. So I posted this picture, and lo and behold, who's she eating dinner with? Well, she's eating dinner with Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Dick Durbin, Amy Klobuchar. You know, I posted this picture on, on Facebook, and I said, you know, here's these, here's your justice that is, you know, uh, ruling on these situations with four of your main leaders in the Democratic Party. Uh, you know, of course, some of the comments on Facebook were like, oh, look at that, no no mask, I mask for thee, not for me, da, 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 or, you know, whatever. And I, that wasn't the point of the picture. I could give two shits that I think Dick Durbin was the only one with a mask on. I don't care. I, I don't wear a mask, fuck a mask, whatever. I the the point of the picture wasn't about the mask. I could give a shit less. I mean, because as we all know, they were sitting at a table, which means they were below the COVID line. So you're safe. <laughs> but um, my point of the picture was you have a Supreme Court, Court justice who is in the middle of a decision with other Supreme Court justices on a hot-button topic that's it's running rampant through the country, right? And here she's out to dinner with these motherfuckers. If that doesn't scream collusion, you, uh, I, I don't know what does. So, I guess that remains to be seen what happens from that. I'm sure, I'm honestly surprised I didn't get like fact-checked or politifacted or snopsed or some shit like that by saying that, oh, that was two months ago or blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit when it was. My personal opinion in in that position as a Supreme Court justice, no matter what side of the fence you're on, no matter what president placed you in that role, I don't give a shit if Trump put you in there, if Obama put you in there, or Clinton or Bush or whoever. I don't give a shit. Once you're in that role, you are supposed to be on middle ground. Now, you're going to have your leanings. Obviously, you feel some sort of way about abortion and about this and about that. That's cool. Everyone does. We're Americans. We're allowed to. But for you to go out to dinner with said party leaders, that's just a bad look. I'm sorry. That'd be like uh, Trump being president or, or DeSantis or whoever your rep Republican you know, person would be. And there's a big piece of legislation getting pushed through and, and it's being whatever through the Supreme Court. And Trump takes uh, Gorsuch and uh, Kavanaugh at dinner. <laughs> you can't tell me for one second if that were to happen that the internet would probably blow up Twitter would melt down Facebook would implode and it would be all over and, and anything less would be a lie 
All right. Enough about that. We'll see what happens. Hopefully we'll get a ruling sometime this week. And then I'm sure we'll have more to talk about. All right. Second story. So in listening to our our uh, beloved president, oh God, <laughs> I started thinking, what jobs, there's jobs, obviously, we all know this, there's jobs that every that people have that you can be wrong at and still get paid, right? So what are those jobs? Okay, I'm sure, I'm sure this list is a lot longer than what I came up with, but obviously weather person, right? That'd probably be number one, right? I mean, how often do you watch the weather and it's 50-50 chance that that person's going to be right? Uh, especially nowadays. Nowadays, it's really hard to be wrong because it's all computerized. I'm, this is more of a 10, 20, 30 year ago situation, but even nowadays, it's kind of hard to be wrong with the weather, but even then, they're still wrong because, you know, it's computer. It's not perfect, right? So second, I put stockbrokers because stockbrokers can give you information and it might be a little wrong. They might look at things wrong and let's say you lose a little money. They're still going to get paid. I mean, they might not, if they're wrong constantly, they might not have a job forever. But nonetheless, if they're wrong today, they're still going to get paid. And then uh, thirdly, I came up with uh, CNN or MSNBC anchor, right? They're wrong a lot and they still get paid. I mean, I guess that remains to be seen. We obviously see uh, them dropping like flies now. Chris Chris uh, Cuomo is fired. And that's not necessarily because he was wrong about anything other than, you know, harassing women uh, because he was actually their highest rated show. So at least that shows a little bit of integrity on CNN's behalf to actually get rid of somebody, even though he was a ratings grabber for them, uh, other than he was also a woman grabber for them. But not for nothing, at least he was grabbing women, unlike the other, the rest of them that are grabbing kids. But anyway, and then, of course, MSNBC, you know, rumor has it that Joy Reid's about to be out of a job. No, that, in my opinion, couldn't happen to a better person. So, because she's a cunt in the worst way. Sorry. And then, of course, last but not least, our beloved president, right? There's a lot of reason to be hopeful in 2020. Is there? In 2020, Joe? A lot to be hopeful? Uh, I believe I, I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure we're in 22. <laughs> so, uh, but speaking of being wrong. Okay. So this is from republicworld.com. White house tweet claiming Biden created more jobs than any U S pres draws flack from voters. The White House on Saturday shared statistics claiming that U.S. President Joe Biden has created maximum number of jobs in his tenure so far. <clears throat> the White House claimed that U.S. President Joe Biden has created maximum numbers of jobber, jobbers, jobs in his tenure so far, in, uh, which is more than any American president, president in history. Taking to Twitter, the president touted, We created more jobs in the eight months that I've been here than any other president in American history. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, sorry. That's a shitty impression, but anyway. Referring to the total numbers of jobs offered, he also stated the average of jobs created in a month also topped the record of any other American president, citing that statistics that showed over 5.5 million jobs were created for citizens. Another tweet also claimed that under Biden, the unemployment rate went down to the lowest since 1939. However... That tweet drew massive flack online. Out, outraged Twitterotties mocked the ill-informed post, accusing the White House of propaganda and spreading lies. 
while some pointed out the lack of accuracy in the chart and did not include factors like population and workforce growth, others stated stats that did not take the pandemic into account. So I'm going to say this about that before I keep reading on because of the tweets here, but I don't care about population and workforce growth. The population hasn't increased that much and workforce growth would be their argument. Well, yeah, the workforce has grown because I've created jobs, blah, blah, blah. But they're not taking into account the pandemic. They're making it sound like for the last four years of the Trump uh, administration, unemployment ran rapid. Well, his first three years of presidency, Trump, there was record jobs. There was record low unemployment. There was record, you know, it wasn't until his final year when the fucking, uh, you know, uh, COVID crap started is when, you know, all these states closed down, which in my opinion is part of the reason why the, he lost, I mean, I think that was part of the reason why he lost because, and that's why they did all these lockdowns. Not, you know, you had, I would say all 50 states did some sort of lockdown. Every, I know Florida, Texas, everyone did it. But they did what they thought they had to do for science, right? And I know in Florida, our our governor, the lovely Ronald Double D DeSantis, he, um, he did what he did, closed down the states, did the two weeks, then slowly reopened based on science. But you had a multitude of states, especially states ran by um, Democratic governors, that did not. That, I mean, you know, I have people that listen to this show from California and Washington, New York, Michigan. You guys know. I'm, I'm speaking to the choir when I talk to you guys. But you know, you guys were closed for 8, 9, 10, 12 months, right? And then even when you reopened, it was very slowly to the point where a lot of them didn't even weren't even fully reopened until last year. Um, so obviously, you're going to um, have a situation of jobs lost because obviously not your businesses don't need people if they're closed. Businesses don't need people if they're not selling stuff or doing stuff or building houses or whatever the case may be. Um, so obviously you're going to lose jobs, right? And then once everything reopens, obviously you're going to gain jobs. So the fact that he posts this this graph, jobs created by president average per month. So he puts this up, and uh, I don't know, this is in the thousands. So he's like uh, uh, about five and a half, looks like, yeah, about 550,000 jobs per month on average. And then Trump's is negative 50,000 jobs per month. But that's because that last year, you had a drastic decline of employment because of everything being shut down, which killed his average, so to speak. And just the fact that you look at the other presidents they have on this list, you have Obama, Bush, Clinton, Daddy Bush, and Reagan, right? All of which averaged, so Obama's was around 100,000 a month. Uh, Junior Bush was just over, probably around, looks like 25,000 a month. Clinton was around 200,000. Daddy Bush was around 100. And Reagan was around 150 or so. You can't tell me those six presidents that Biden did 550,000 a month 
And these guys were, at, you know, I would say the average was around what seventy five or so hundred, seventy five or so thousand a month between those last six presidents. And uh, then this dude comes in and bam, yeah, it had nothing to do with the pandemic, Joe. I'm sure. I'm sure it was all you. You didn't create shit. You actually took jobs away when you closed pipelines. You actually took jobs away when you closed down stuff. When your cronies closed down stuff under Trump's administration, you killed his job numbers. Let's look at, let's look at Trump's job numbers before the pandemic. No, God forbid we could do that. The th sad thing is about that, you can't even find it. And, and that's telling of the media and what you're going to find online. But the question, you know, that I was looking at, so the month of December, you know, we're 550,000 jobs a month. I, I would curious, I'm curious about the math on that one. I guess I probably should have done this before I started the show, but I should have looked at month by month jobs created. Because the last couple of months, he's only he's been under two hundred thousand uh, two hundred thousand jobs a month. So where did he get the five hundred fifty a month? Because he would have had to have a couple of months of two million jobs created, and I don't recall that being the case. But that's interesting. I just have to look that up. But nonetheless, so his uh, job numbers for December were were quite dramatically low than what they expected. I think they expected around four hundred and twenty-five or something thousand jobs for the month of December and it only added 199,000 new jobs. And and I and like I said I take I take opposition to the word new jobs or created jobs. These aren't new or created jobs. I'm not saying they're all not new or created jobs. Some of them could be someone opened a new business, someone could a a new restaurant, a new whatever open. I'm not saying that's not true. But I would say a, the majority of those jobs were businesses that had closed and reopened businesses that were slow and it was Christmas time or, you know, I just, I don't know. But the interesting number there is a post pandemic low of 3.9 unemployment. Once again, they're not telling you the whole truth. Why is that number so low? Why is that 3.9 so low? Well, surely it doesn't have anything to do with the people that you forced into unemployment back when the uh, when you closed the pipelines at the beginning of the of your administration, and then other jobs or people that just didn't even go back to work after you know when they could have gone back to work. Surely now you have a situation of of uh, those people aren't able to. Um, claim benefits they're not able to claim unemployment and do that so what happens is they they fall out of the system so therefore your numbers drop and then you know he tout, touts uh wages are up wages are up da, da, da. okay what else is up joe inflation inflation is higher than your wage growth inflation is up seven percent your average wage uh, wage growth is up 0.6. I think they said the largest uh, part of that is um, the largest of the 0.6 is like food and it and uh, attractions and stuff like that. Well, shit, have you gone out to dinner lately? 
you know, me and Chris and the wives went out dinner last night. And uh, <laughs> we went to just nothing special. We didn't go to no fancy dinner. I, I had a, I had a double cheeseburger. My wife had some shrimp. Had an appetizer, a couple beers. Uh, with tip, it was ninety bucks. You know, Chris and his wife, basically same thing. She had a salad. He had, you know, burger, a couple, you know, drinks, whatever. Um, it's not cheap to go out to eat anymore because everything's more expensive. Whenever and then on top of that. A lot of places have raised their uh, minimum wage. A lot of states have... That has nothing to do with Joe Biden. This isn't Joe Biden's America and his great economic growth. Um, It's going to come back around to haunt him. These numbers are going to swing back around. Because once everybody gets back to work, then we'll see how many jobs he creates. Because he's not going to create shit by constantly shipping jobs overseas and we're constantly doing this, and we're constantly doing that. The thing that kills me is this whole year we're up to 7% inflation. You guys know this. You buy gas. You go to the grocery stores. You go to Walmart. You go to wherever you go to buy your stuff. Um, I saw a thing the, yes, this morning where he tweeted out, or there, someone tweeted out a video where he was, beef is $5 a a pound a hamburger is five dollars a pound. When did that happen, motherfucker? You are the president. You're honestly asking that question. Yeah, I remember when hamburger was ninety nine cents a pound, two dollars a pound. Now it's, I mean, hamburger five dollars a fucking pound. It's ridiculous. You did this. You see the stickers on the gas pumps and stuff. I've seen them on people putting them on meat packages in different grocery stores. Joe Biden is to to blame for this. You're going to see a situation here where people, you know, not for nothing. I'm not bragging or doing anything like that. But my wife, she can cook, but we both work a lot. And she doesn't have the opportunity to cook as much as I would like her to cook just for the fact that it would save me money. So the one or two nights we have together, we go out to dinner. But it's it's expensive, you know, I mean... Like I said, we went to dinner last night, and a lot of times we would go out to dinner. Like, okay, so Saturday we might go out Tuesday, but I told her I said you might need to cook Tuesday because shit's getting a little expensive, <laughs> you know. And it's still expensive to go to the grocery store, but it's still cheaper than going going out to eat. And what you're going to see is you're going to see restaurants start closing. I mean, the restaurant we went to last night is usually pretty busy. Saturday night it wasn't that busy. Now, I don't know if everyone was scared of Omicron or Deltacron or the flu Rona or whatever the fuck they're calling it now, but um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> the thing that kills me the most is when Trump was running for president back in 16, He his biggest thing was, was make America great, right? Bring everything back. Let's do this. And people just, you know, killed him because he wanted to take the manufacturing out of China and Taiwan and these other Asian company or countries in like Mexico. He wanted to bring everything back here and everyone lost their shit. It was like, oh, if you do that, you're going to, um, you know, everything's going to go up in price. Everything, you know, and he started imposing tariffs and da, da, da. Well, guess what? Welcome to 2022 where everything is more expensive. You can't tell me that if Trump had still been president and we would have gotten through COVID, 
that I'm not saying that there still wouldn't have been an inflation issue, but you would have had a situation of if he was able to implement things like getting uh, businesses, you had businesses, you had like Ford and you had multitude of businesses that were wanting to build plants in Mexico and Canada and overseas, whatever. And he would have meetings with them. Look, you know, why don't you, you know, we'll give you some tax breaks. Why don't you do it here and have jobs here? And they were doing that. And when, you know, like I said, the argument was, well, prices are going to go up. You have to pay American workers more. Cool. The prices are going up anyway. But you would also have an influx of money in this country because you'd be paying American workers to buy American goods. I mean, that's just fucking common sense, which obviously is lost upon at least half of America. Well, maybe not anymore. I think there's a lot of people having buyer's remorse over this whole situation. All right, so I thought about this. I was thinking about this this morning. It used to be a time in our country when we voted for the vice president. It wasn't a, uh, a beauty pageant, so to speak. <laughs> so you would have, okay, for example, recent history, right? You have people running for president. So you had, I don't know all the Democrats, so pardon me, anyone that's listening if I missed your name. <laughs> so this recent go around, we knew we had Biden, right? And you had, uh, that was it, right? Biden? No, I don't even fucking know. You had uh, fucking Bernie Sanders, uh, whatever, uh, Kamala, you had, uh, Indian, what's her name? Uh, Liz Warren, uh, Pete, Pete, uh, Mayor Pete, Booty Judge, and a multitude. There was what, 10, 12, 15, whatever people running for president on the Democratic, uh, ticket. And then it came down to, you know, as people started dropping out, it came down to basically Bernie and, and Biden, and then Biden wins. And then Biden faces Trump, right? Well, it used to be back in back in the day that if you whoever was running for president, and we'll just use Biden and Trump for an example, it used to be where you'd have a situation where so Biden wins, right? Guess who his vice president is? Trump. <laughs> so it's the second place person who. Um, becomes president. Uh, the 12th Amendment, or I'm sorry, was it 12th Amendment? Yeah, 12th Amendment to the Constitution ratified this in uh, 1804 because you did have a situation in um, 1796 where the uh, president, which ended up being John Adams, had the vice president, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, John Adams, I think he was from the the shit, uh, I don't know if it was a Whig or whatever party, and then Jefferson was a Democrat. So you had a, a president that was, let's say, a Republican, and a vice president that was a Democrat. <laughs> and so you had, um, and then if there's a tie, you get the, uh, you get the uh, Congress and the Senate gets involved, and it's all this kind of stuff. My personal opinion is I think the way they should do it, I don't think it should be, okay, Trump wins, Biden's his vice president. I don't think it should be like that. Or, God forbid, can you imagine when Trump won, right? Uh, Trump wins and Clinton's his vice. <laughs> I think it should be a situation of whoever wins. So, okay, so in this situation, Biden, Biden won the Democratic uh, nominee, 
right? I think based on votes and based on the countries, the Democratic people that voted for these for these guys, I think it should have been Biden and Bernie. And the reason I say that is not that I give a shit about either one of these people, but the the people that voted in the Democratic primary wanted one of those two people, right? They didn't want Kamala because she didn't get any votes to be fucking in with. So how in the hell is she vice president? Well, you're ignorant to the fact if you can't imagine she's vice president because she's a black female. Okay, I'm sorry. I know that might not be politically correct and I'm not woke enough for the situation, but I really don't give a shit. The fact of the matter is the only reason she's VP is because of her gender and color skin, her skin color. Correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, tweet me. Go on the uh, Facebook page. Go on to the website, don'ttreadonamerica.com. I don't care. You can comment. You can rail me. I don't give a shit. Realistically, based on votes, it should have been Biden and Bernie. Not saying it would have been any better or any worse. I don't know. And then same thing with Trump. And then same thing with Bush. I'm not just picking on Biden. I'm not just picking on him or Kamala for that matter. It should be the the popular vote. So I don't even know who finished in second place for um, when Trump was running, who was the second Republican in that situation off the top of my head. I mean, Pence wasn't even running for president, right? So we know it wasn't him. And uh, I, I, I don't think it was Jeb. I honestly, I don't know off the top of my head. But uh, nonetheless, that would have made a, good ticket. I mean, I don't know if it's Ted Cruz or if it was, uh, I don't think it was Rand Paul. I don't, I honestly, I don't know, but nonetheless, it should have been as you went through primaries, as you went through state, state, state. And instead of these people dropping out, once you get to a point where there's say like two or three Republicans for this matter, like say this go around, you have Trump and DeSantis and, uh, whoever else runs. And it gets down to like the last three or four people. And, let's say everyone can maintain a race into the, uh, into the, uh, to the, you know, finals, so to speak, then whoever vote wins, wins, if it's Trump and then whoever's in second place, if it's DeSantis, then, then those, that's your, your president and your vice president nominees. And then they go against Biden and, you know, you know what I'm saying? I think it would be, you would have a more, you would get more people to vote because you would get a situation of, okay, let's say Trump wins. Oh, I don't like Trump. I wanted, I wanted DeSantis to win, so I'm not voting. Well, if it's a situation where Trump wins and DeSantis finished second, well, at least he's going to be v- VP and then more than likely down the road be president. Gives you a little something to look forward to and something to uh, you know hold on to as far as what the future would lie. And I'm not saying that Trump would do a bad job. I, I personally, I, I would say right now I'm 50, 50 as to whether he even runs. Um, but you know, I guess that remains to be seen. All right. So then I got a little bit of weird news for you here. <laughs> I thought this was funny. I heard this on, uh, the news the other day on Saturday, oddly enough. So of course I had to make sure that uh, <clears throat> that it wasn't fake news, so I did some research, found it. I, I when I heard it, I was kind of I wasn't really paying attention because I was just kind of scrolling and 
on my iPad. I was getting ready for work, and I was just do do And it was on Shannon Bream's show on Fox, which I, if you guys watch that, it comes on late at night. That's when I'm getting ready for work, so I don't know. But um, she uh, had this story, and it kind of, <laughs> I thought it was in America, but it, as I found, it wasn't. This was a UK nurse who uh, <laughs> reported from, or re, I mean, reportedly recovers from COVID nineteen coma after receiving a certain medicine. I'm not going to tell you exactly what that medicine is, so let's let's read on. <laughs> Monica Alameda, 37, a fully vaccinated nurse in the UK, spent 28 days in a coma after con- contracting COVID nineteen and was just 72 hours from having her ventilator turned off when she was reportedly saved by a large dose of... You ready? You ready for it? Most people are thinking, when I've I've talked to numerous people, and I was telling them about the story on Saturday, this happened on Thursday. The story broke Friday. Um, (laughs) Most people said, oh, ivermectin. Oh, hydroxychloroquine. Oh, you know... Uh, I, I don't remember some of the other answers. And I'm like, it's nothing that you're going to expect to hear. So, a large dose of Viagra. <laughs> Alameda, an asthma sufferer who has, also, has worked as a respiratory specialist in UK's National Health Service in Lincolnshire, tested positive for the deadly bug on October 31st. Four days later, the mother, too, lost her sense of taste and smell, then began coughing up blood and soon experienced a drop in oxygen levels. According to the news outlet, after being discharged from the hospital in Greater Lockenshire uh, with a prescription but no treatment, uh, her condition took a turn for the worse, and she was taken to Lincoln County Hospital where she had started her career. The critically ill nurse was rushed to the recitation room where she received oxygen before being admitted to the ICU on November 9th. A week later, she was placed in a medically induced coma, according to... Lincolnite. Before going, <clears throat> but before uh, uh, going under, Alameda signed a document saying she was willing to take part in a study to try experimental drugs. She was given the erectile dysfunction drug Viagra about a week after being placed in the coma and her airways opened, the outlet said. It was definitely the Viagra that saved me. Within 48 hours, it opened up my airways and my lungs started to respond. If you think how the drug works, it expands your blood vessels. I have asthma in my air sacs, needed a little help. On Christmas Eve, the nurse was finally discharged and was able to spend the holidays with her family, though with complete recovery, it could take several more months. A little side note to the story, when she did recover and she she woke up, she did have a tremendously huge heart-on. So there was that, a little side effect from the the high dose of Viagra. But the point being is, (laughs) we're finding alternative solutions to these uh to this situation it's not like it's not horse paste ivermectin it's not uh hydroxychloroquine it's a you know bleach or fish cleaner or whatever it's not viagra that's a boner pill right this is fucking this is legitimate medicine i mean shit i think pfizer makes viagra you think they'd be like hmm shit see because viagra is nitrous oxide it puts oxygen into your blood it opens, like this story said, it opens your blood cell, uh, your blood pathways, which is how you're able to get the erection, right? It forces blood into your junk, and boom, there it is. Um, it's not specifically designed to pump blood into your junk. It's specifically 
designed to put oxygen into your bloodstream. So it oxygenates your blood. has nothing to do necessarily with getting a boner or a hard-on or whatever you want to call it. It has everything to do with blood flow. So obviously, she, you know, this drug was able to increase her oxygenate her blood, increase her blood flow, and voila. So it's not an experimental drug. How long has Viagra been around? Hell, I don't even know. 20 years? <laughs> right? This isn't new. It's no different than Ivermen. So now they're going to go around and start talking shit. Oh, let's give her a man's boner pill to get her out of COVID. This is bullshit. Just get the vaccine. Mm, she was fully vaccinated. So what What now? What now? I know Whoopi just lost her shit about being trice vaccinated. And I do everything they tell me to do. And she's losing her shit because they fucking lied to you guys. They lied. If you don't know that this fucking administration... And I'll even go as far as say it's not just him. It's it's all of them. If there's other drugs that are FDA approved for whatever. Viagra is an FDA approved drug for what it's for. Erectile dysfunction. I, but I guarantee you if you read the specifics of why it is approved and what it is approved for. It has nothing to do. I'm sure it doesn't specify in the, the breakdown. And it's for giving men erections. It's for increasing blood flow in the body, oxygenating the body, the blood, and yada, yada, yada. Ivermectin is a bacterial drug. It's to help get rid of bacterial, which viruses thrive on. Why wouldn't the fuck it work? Not to mention the fact that it was initially a drug for humans. But now that it's used mostly in farm animals, of course, now you, people got to lose their shit and say... Uh, it's horse paste, it's horse dewormer, it's horse blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's used for that, but you know, they fucking use aspirin on horses. That mean that fucking when you take an aspirin, you're taking horse pills? No, you're taking aspirin, right? Um, why don't we Why don't we give a chance to these FDA, already FDA-approved medicines? It's like it was some off-the-wall bullshit. I just get really sick and tired of the propaganda of the machine and the question the question that uh, Supreme Court Justice Thomas asked, is there any other medications that can be taken to help with uh, COVID? And the girl's answer was, yes, but oh, that's good. I, that's all I needed was the yes. That's why this isn't going to pass, folks. So everyone just hold still. Just hold still. This, this, We will get through this. All right, guys. I'm going to put a lid on today. I don't know if I'll be back tomorrow. I guess it really depends on uh, what happens to the Supreme Court. If not, you will hear from me on Wednesday. Please, in the meantime, if you're whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, if you could please share this with your friends. We're heard on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Podcast. So if you're on an Apple device and your friend has an Android, I'm there. If he has, if you have an Android and he don't have anything, tell him to download iHeart or spotify or whatever we're there check us out guys go to donttreadamerica.com from there you can hit our social media platforms if you have a want to drop me a line have any questions any concerns anything you want to post you can do it there subscribe to all said pages subscribe to the podcast apps and guys just have a beautiful sunday it is january 9th 2022 
and I will talk to you guys later. Have a great day.